In the following live session recording, Rebecca Cottingham, organist, accompanist, Johnson Ferry Baptist Church in Marietta, Georgia, will talk about the organ and blended and contemporary worship. With worship style changes, we may often be at a loss on how to best utilize the organ in a particular worship venue. The beauty of the organ, considered the king of all instruments, is that we have so many sounds at our disposal. The listener will learn how to utilize this instrument for varying worship styles and keep the organ a vital part of worship. Let's join Rebecca now. Um, today, Sean, I'm Matt, Lee, I'm Matt, and I'm Jim. Jim, great to meet you. Where are you, sir? I serve at Concord Baptist Church in Cummings. Oh, in Cummings. Okay, mm-hmm. great. We kind of talked a little bit yesterday about where we are, what we do on a regular basis. This kind of helps me know how. Oh, Christy. Christy's here today, too. Um, kind of know where you guys are and what you do. Um, so, uh, for you that weren't here yesterday, um, our church is um, two different styles. We've got a modern worship that goes on in the activity center. We've got um, traditional in the uh, sanctuary. That's where the organ, piano, choir, orchestra is every Sunday. Um, so the organ is definitely used every Sunday. We'll miss it while we don't have it. But we are more of what I would consider a blended. If we need to use it truly. So we do choruses, we do hymns straight out of the head. We do songs for praise and worship arrangements that will give us a modulation at the end or somewhere in the middle. That's a really good source um, for us to use. So um, one of the things that I did was um, let's look at this for just a second. I just uh, I did these, I just copied these scripts. This is what I get in my and this script helps the orchestra, the accompanists all stay together and be on the same page. So we practiced it this way and we know what we're supposed to do. This is something that um, that I can slide in my notebook. That I can slide in my notebook. Right here, my music hits about here so that I can, this is kind of my guide, this is my bulletin. But it's not only my bulletin, it's also telling me, hey, you know what, maybe the organ doesn't need to play on the first verse, or such and such a thing, maybe it's just going to be cute. So there are varying ways that we use, um, that we use the instrument in worship. So the organ prelude is pretty much always organ prelude. Of course, we don't have one right now, so we've moved everything to the piano. I'm curious, what did you do with your prelude? Well, it was actually a digitally recorded organ, um, where the noun was. Mm-hmm. So we um, didn't really know what to do with it, because it was going to cost about $50,000 to uh, to replace all the boards to shore it up. And we had already put maybe 40000 in, trying to resurrect the computer boards that were falling out. And so we brokered with Recycled Church. Um, that, that young man that started that company worked audio at First Baptist Woodstock for years and years. He was doing that kind of job where he was taking equipment that wasn't being used anymore and he was to sell it. So he's on eBay, Craigslist, and that, and he broke it. So we gave it to him, had a meeting with him, told him what was wrong with it, told him what he had done, and so he passed possession of it. So we moved it out with 172 speakers and 10 electronic pages. And he loaded it up in two big trucks and took it. So he stopped. And hopefully somebody um, somebody's in one of the church or if they have a long time, they could take part of the speakers, a small church could use it, maybe put forty thousand into it and at least get it level. Um, but the boards just continue to go out. So for us, it was just kind of a neat thing. Especially at the end where I pressed this in seven, and every time I pressed it, it was a different registration. Um, and it was like, I loved you for all these years, but now I don't really like you. You know, and then it got worse at Sunday. So, um, so if you look at this um, format here, this is the Majestic Services. Um, we do have a gospel jazz band, and we do have um, a full orchestra. 
So usually after the open prairie is when we have one of those groups play. And then the loop is just our welcome, here's the announcements, this is what we do, it's just a video um, that everybody watches. Okay, so then in this particular case, we have the anthem right after that loop, glory. So that's the Johnson Choir and then band. And then you can see we, we did a hymn, and you can see organ introduction, you, see, you know, that's my instruction. Make sure 100 feet flat, we're going to play three and a half times, the band is only going to play on the first and the third time, and then we're going to re repeat the frame off the pot. This has been a really good source. This has been a really, really great, very clear picture of what, what we're all supposed to do. Um, the next chorus, we're segging into measure five, so there's no introduction, we're doing it as written, and the horns are going to cast it till 23. So what we want to point out on here is that the, the teamwork of the orchestra director, my husband Mark, who's Minister of Music, and what's going on with keyboards is to create variety. And that was one of the things that we wanted to talk about today. So again, we're going to talk about variety in the instrument itself, but we're also creating variety in the service. This probably is not new to anybody. It's nothing new. It's just that this is, this is written out. We have a place where the band actually exits, and we have the offertory. Um, and we've got How Deep the Father's Love for Us. Um, so that was a real change. So we do piano introduction, then we do piano and violin, and Archie Sarah's our daughter, and then choir only. Second verse with specific instructions. Third verse is where the organ comes in. Again, variety, because we didn't use the organ the whole time. So nobody could say, oh, you were too loud, or you were just trying to make it different. We don't want it just to be so predictable. Um, and then if you go down to the Amazing Grace I Change the Bond, um, that's a piano introduction as written, and it's rhythm only. So we just have piano and drums and guitars. Okay? So that kind of gives you an idea of what script that, um, that I get every Sunday. Um, well, I get it on Wednesday so that I can, I can practice. Um, but the other thing that I wanted to do with you guys um, today, you know, we talk about how, how can we use the organ and how can, we, um, how can we be a team player, how can people be okay with the organ, and I'm so proud all of you to just say, hey, we want to we wanna do that. Sorry, I didn't really mention that there. So this is a piece that we did um, this last Sunday. It's an anthem um, that was written by the Gaddies. Great piece. And we've done this, we've done this with choir and orchestra, but we've also done it um, this Sunday. And you've just got a smattering of it. You don't have the whole thing, so the tape numbers will not make sense. Um, that was on purpose. So one of my pet peeves is, um, I'll say it a thousand times for guys that were here yesterday, this is a new thing. I want the order to go on. I want this to always remain. This is my love. This is majestic. This has, this has the power to do everything. But now we have other players in the game. And we need to be team players. We want to stay in the game. But we also want other people to feel use their talents. If I just play, all the other parts, like all the same parts, and you know, they don't know what to do, you know, and that's where they're coming from. So I'm, I'm very, very strong on, on being a team. So when it came to this anthem on Sunday, um, I'm going to pretend like the organ is there. So if I want an organ on Sunday, what should I do with this? Not right. Exactly. Okay? So we're going to be a team player. And we're going to let the, the percussion instruments handle it. It's a driving drum beat. Now, if I were trying to play it, if you can imagine, um, if, if you can imagine, if I was doing it, what it would sound like chickens The whole thing. Oh, that's what I would yes. do. I'm, I'm afraid I'm like, oh. There you go. Here's yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 That's what I would do. Right. And that's exactly what I would do with that piece. Um, 
actually, I didn't even, I wouldn't, personally, I wouldn't have had, but you can definitely pad. Does anybody understand what I mean when you mm -hmm. say pad? We're just courting. It's just like what a keyboard would do. We are a keyboard, so don't be offended at padding. Sometimes, again, we're, we're playing this team thing, right? So I would absolutely stay away from that, me, personally. And so where would I come in from the page? What would you do? Yes. Yeah, you can come in at measure nine. And then, where, what would you do at measure nine? You'd do exactly what Jim just said. All right, so let's just give it, let's stay out of the way of rhythm, okay? And we could just add. everybody. If you'll notice, when I was doing the pedal, I wasn't trying to do this. I think that's kind of where we get a bad rap, especially if we've got a bass player. We don't need to try to do that together, okay? So we are letting the bass player do what he does. And he's even going to fudge around. Our bass player fudges around a lot because he's really good and we can play by ear and so he fudges. That's wonderful. But all we need to all we need to be is the right. We don't need to eat all those notes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Like that. Yeah. So even if your music says four quarter notes, I don't have to do that. Say the music calls for. Well, that can be fine on piano, but it's not really okay here. Okay, we'll do articulation and stuff for films, but it's not really okay for the organ. So, what do we do? We just do this. And like we've got a lot of rhythm going on in the um, in the choir, and you've got bass rhythm on the bottom. So we're just going to give it some chords, right? Okay. So then when we get over to page four and we get to measure sixteen, same thing. Now, I, I mean, if I'm playing the piano, of course I'm doing it, right? But I'm not going to do it for when I'm playing the piano. All right. And the piano is the one that has that little bit. All right. So I'm going to let that go on the back page, on page five. There's no problem in that first measure, moving the pedal. But when I get to the second measure, I'm not gonna do the eighth note. And I'm certainly, in measure 24, I'm certainly not gonna do this. No sense. No sense. And there's no sense for anybody to think or to see that we're not together. And you've got, you know, a different kind of, uh, you know, different kind of reverb in different rooms, and so your sound's going to come to you a little bit different than it's going to come to the bass player. Bass player is clicking. He's got click track in his ear, or we not click track. He's got the drummer in his ear. Do any of you have? If you're playing with instruments, do you have a monitor or anything where you can hear the monitor for piano? Just piano is supposed to come through that so that she, you see where the grand piano is. Yes. So that her sound will come here. Okay. And times when I can't see the director, either on that or in reality. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm relying on staying with the piano player. And she looks like maybe she's got an Avion system yes. over there. Mm -hmm. yes. She so, has the thing okay. in her ear. In her so she's hearing the bass, she's hearing the drum, she can turn that up, mm -hmm. she can turn it down. Mm -hmm. um, that's a real big help. Do you play with instruments, Christy? A few, not many. Not many, not many. okay. But we do, um, because I moved from an electronic organ, which is not, it has a few sounds, most of them we don't like, so we just have a few sounds. I do need to keep it. Got it. Okay. 
Okay, so you've got the drum? Yes. Yes, thanks for that. No. Stop. No. Uh, we have the drummer and the guitar off and on when it's not working. Okay. Okay. So it's not complicated yet? No. Okay. That's nice. Yeah. That's nice. You kind of put your hand up on the steps. No, it's mostly piano organ, but now yeah. we sometimes we get on the foundation stuff that are the flute. Okay. 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 So she kind of goes with y'all. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you're saying the piano, and the piano saying the thing. Well, I don't know. We use foot tracks. Oh, you use foot tracks. Oh, really? Okay. And if you don't have an overflare, you have to do this. This photo gets on. Yeah, you do. There's something about that. It depends on the song, but it also depends on um, the dynamic level of the choir. So when the choir starts a piece like this, you know, of course, it's pretty bombastic on the front end, right? It's forte. When the choir comes in, I want to make sure that they can be heard. So because I've got a bass player, I've got a, I've got a small 16 on there, I might thicken that up just a little bit. But again, what I don't want to do is conflict with the bass player. Then I can do a lot of different things on hymns, and I don't, I don't try to make all those adjustments on a regular hymn. But on something like this, the last thing I want <coughs> is for the, the pedal bass to be so strong that it's kind of annoying because I'm holding it. So we always, you know, you always want to stay away from that. So, um, so yeah, so I just kind of go with the, the volume of the choir. Now, our first service um, is actually turning out to be the bigger choir right now. So I kind of had to adjust because it used to be the little service was the bigger choir. So you just adjust registration. But I would go lighter, especially if you have a bass player, for sure. Mm -hmm. What do you think about that? Does that work for you? Sometimes, but I just noticed you weren't doing that. So. Mm -hmm. Now that's more you can you to elaborate on. Yeah, so the reason that I don't do that is because it's it's kind of like doubling doubling a lot of rhythm. And again, I think that we get muddy and we get messy in our sound when we're doubling things that can be complicated. And so that's why I don't do that. And the other thing is that a lot of times, even if we're doing an acapella portion and the choir's really low, and so my husband looks at me and says, um, I'll do it, but I have to be really, really careful to find with them. And if I don't, then it's really clear that we're not together. And so I would prefer to leave them on their own. So they, you know, choir. Right? That's what he really all Choir is that we do uh, demo CDs, and so when when we come back in the fall and we start kicking off, we've got a demo CD for uh, soprano, alto, tenor, bass, and so they've got their own CD and they can go home and listen to it. So by the time we do this piece, they don't need they don't need the backup. So I would prefer to have. Does that kind of help you a little bit? Yeah, I need a lot of choir anthems to come to use. Yeah. So if you were doing that, yes. you would I would if they didn't know it. If I didn't have a team singing at them, like we did this on Sunday, and um, of course they don't have the organ right now, so it's going to make it a little bit different. I had to play, I had to play the piano part. 
but um, but if they don't know the, the hymn or the anthem and we're just learning it, then maybe I'll do that. And I'll put it up an octave, I'll shine it a little bit with the, you know, maybe a clarinet, something mild, but something just a little bit above um, everybody else in the computer. So for teaching purposes, yes. But we have um, usually a praise team in front on mics, and so we got the choir singing it, and we got this praise team on mics, so typically I don't have to do that. Mm -hmm. Can it help? Okay. All right, let's look at, um, let's look at another one. got just some happiness. And in this piece, mostly, the melody is written into the accompaniment. So, um, so if I were doing this, um, let me start at measure, um, let me start at measure 13. first page, um, because we've got the accompaniment actually has the melody, so you're kind of forced to do that um, as long as you can stay with your piano. I'm not, I mean, normally I would just, if I weren't doing it for you guys right now, I would just do this. Uh, let me do my comfort, and it's too much. It's too knows the song, right? It's very punctuated and they got it and you got the piano doing all the eighth notes. So it's not necessary for us to do all the eighth notes. Okay? Now, on this part, I don't have a problem doing it. But if you are having trouble staying up with the melody, and playing what's written, then again, I go back to, I don't have to do all of that. It's not necessary. I think I can get by with that better than on by faith, but I can just do this. So you don't have to do it all. And again, when we do it all, we get messy. Because if we have too many things going on at one time. Okay, so don't be shy to stay away from it. Because you, you'll be better off. Okay? All right. I think I killed that point. Um, I've got another, um, another script here. From, um, so we don't have the organ in here, um, but again, it's just another example of this is how we do some different kind of. Uh, do you meet with your 
people like a wheezy night to talk through the Sunday service. Yeah, so the um, the scripts are ready on Wednesday. Uh, that's when the final decisions were made so that our orchestra guy can take, he can take what's decided and he takes it into the orchestra rehearsal. So he takes this into the orchestra rehearsal and they have the music, his assistant puts all their music in order in their calendar and so they rehearse this. So they're being able to rehearse the fact that, hey, I'm going to play, um, uh, everybody's going to play on by faith of the orchestra's going to, they're in on the DS on Shout to the Lord, so they don't come in right at first, so we just leave that big Shout to the Lord for the end. Um, on For the Beauty of the Earth, the strings and the woodlands were play second and third time, in brass and percussion only the third time. Again, usually you're working your hymn up from the softer to a little louder to a little louder, so that's where the, the group's going to come in. God of Grace and God of, God of Glory, they're just going to do um, one and three. That's pretty, that's pretty basic for us. You know, that's something pretty normal. So they get this script on Wednesday night. The accompanists don't rehearse this until Sunday morning. So our first service is at 8.30, so we need at 8 with the orchestra, and we run everything, just like we're having a service. I don't know if y'all do that on Sunday mornings or not. It's worth it. It's worth it. I know it makes me feel a lot better, or if something you could go, oh, God, we need to do something. It's better than that we've already practiced. Yes, than first service being a practice in a lot um, the other thing that we do is we put the words up on the screen. I don't know if y'all do that at the church. Um, we don't have people. Just no, I didn't know this. I didn't know this. Okay, we do have hymns. Obviously, we sing hymns. And we also have them printed in the bulletin with the number. So there are a lot of people that still like to hold a hymn book, and I love that. And um, But if, if you want to do the screen, do the screen. So that's something else that we rehearse. We go through all the lyrics to make sure that there's not a problem or a hiccup in the lyrics because that just is going to make it look stupid. And then people are going to be like, I can't wait to pick up the hymn. You know, you just try to do things to avoid issues in your worship because worship is the your number one, right? It's your biggest, it's when you come before the Lord and you worship Him. And we're never going to be able to do Him justice to and bringing it all before you, and it's got to be, uh, it's got to be a role, and, you know, there's a musician, for sure, um, in moving people in that fact. So, um, so there are people that we use the hymnals. We did do a thing over the summer, where one Sunday we had, um, we had, we just used the piano, and we were doing four hands, on the piano, and so we were doing some fun things like that. One Sunday we had um, family choir where uh, parents could bring their children, even parents in our end choir on a regular basis. They just came to, they came Sunday morning, we worked on a piece, and we sang. And they had their little babies, they had their holy babies, they were singing the sweetest, sweetest thing. And then another Sunday we did, um, we did a an old-fashioned singing type thing where we had a segment in the service where people could call out a hymn. Well, they were using the books that day. Mark said, yeah, you know those red books that are right there in front of you? Yeah. Um, and people laughed. And the hymns that they were pulling out were just like, had no idea you missed that hymn. You know, so it was really a special time um, for us, and that was the point of hymn service. So again, so it's a variety, you know, trying to initiate excitement, um, maybe touch a heart that, that wasn't touched any other way, you know, maybe in the last two weeks because they got to see their favorite film, they were touched. You know, that's what we're going to do is, is to do the market. So, um, any, any comments about any of this stuff? So, when we're talking about um, preludes, most of you should play preludes. Do you have a prelude? Not by yourself. Not by yourself. 
can of warheads? Oh, really? Okay, so you, it isn't like this where you do one and somebody else does. Okay, so you guys rehearse that? Yeah. Okay, okay, so you've got plenty of time to put that Yeah, so you guys are pretty good at that, I guess, after time. Putting that together. Yes. Yes. Cool. Very cool. Um, a lot of times, because I get this on Wednesday, um, I also kind of have um, an idea of the theme by the music pit. And so a lot of times the Lord will lead me to a piece that kind of fits. I'm like, that's the piece that we need to do. That's what I need to do this Sunday. Um, as I talked a lot about yesterday about playing the words, about knowing the text, about not just doing notes for notes, but doing notes to bring people into worship. Um, and your registration affects that. Your attitude affects that. You know, if you just had an argument with somebody in the hall because they said the order was too loud, you know, so you heard to come in and do the things for God. Right? So, um, who was it yesterday? Oh, I think it was Judy. She's not here today. The choir member keeps telling us to. I'm like, well, you know, you're still with the boss. But that's kind of that's kind of a hard thing if somebody's talking to you about stuff like that as you're fixing the walk in and, and do what you need to do. So, um, so anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there for you. Um, so I'm going to look at some hymns with you guys. Um, look, there was one other thing I was going to talk to you about with these scripts. Um, I'm very fortunate because the... Um, this might be something that you guys take down the road or maybe ask you guys to do. Um, I get a notebook on Wednesday. And that every notebook has this in it, but it also has all the music copied in order. You do that? Yeah, so you can kind of just kind of saw some of my Xerox things that things will mark down. So it's good for you. Um, I'm very fortunate. Our instrumental guy does that, and he was on sabbatical this summer. And so, so I'm not sure who was doing it. I think Mark had something to do with that. So I was just like, "Oh, dude, this doesn't look like this doesn't like look like Fred Taylor because he didn't. He wasn't always as thorough and clear. And so what I got was a um, power." Um, Planning center sheet, so we had the time of everybody saying it was just very different. Um, so we're very spoiled because we're pretty, I mean, Bryce pretty much speaking to us, so so that's kind of nice. So we talked a little bit yesterday about some hymns and what do we do with hymns for variety. And of course, I'm talking to Phil, who's been an organist for what 38? 38 years, 50 years, right? There's nothing in here under the sun. Um, but there are some things that we can do that kind of, you know, set us aside. And hymns is really, I think, besides a prelude or a postlude or a special, the hymns are really our thing. So again, I reiterate, we need to know our text when we go into our hymns. So if we look at holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, early in the morning our song shall rise to, to thee. I don't start that out huge. Early in the morning. How do you early in the morning? Quiet. Quiet. You're slow. I left home at 5 15 this morning and I said, let's forget yourselves. You did? Where is church at that? Did you do that long? Where'd you come from? Cairo. Cairo, that's right. That's right above Tallahassee. None of us would. You were serious. So nobody was doing anything. We're not so far from Mowbray, but that's the closest one I found. Did you come this morning? Yes. You came yesterday. Yeah, bless you. But you're not driving. No, we've got a van. Good. So the driver's sleeping now and you can sleep on your own. Um, we'll sleep during the sermon Sunday tomorrow. (laughs) 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 Oh my gosh. Holy, 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 merciful and mighty God, and three persons, blessed to me. 
So a lot of times, um, we start that soft and build it. And that's, that's kind of a traditional thing that usually, usually do that some. Um, and so every now and then, we may do, like on the third verse, like the second verse, I may do, I'll do it here in a minute. Third verse may be a little bit more subdued because again, I'm looking for words. I'm looking at holy, 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 though the darkness find thee, though the eye of sinful man thy glory may not see. Only thou art holy. That just seems really reflective to me. Um, though the darkness hide thee, there is none beside thee, perfect power and love and purity. I mean, you can, you can build a film for two verses and then back off the third verse. You know, you don't want to be so predictable that people get complacent in what we're doing in worship. That's, I think that's, I don't to in worship. If I know what's going to happen, I think it bores me and I start wandering a little bit. So, I, because that's me, which may be really weird, I don't know, but it is me, um, I try to vary, um, vary things. So let's say that we were to start this hymn here. Do you feel like you were able to worship mm -hmm. a little bit different by doing it that way? Possibly. Mm -hmm. Possibly. And these are suggestions you guys have come to your people. When you first came here, one of the hymns that started doing this, something I've never heard before in the Methodist Church, was I Stand Amazed in the Presence, mm -hmm. and it was loud and fast. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. That just doesn't and somebody later who was it put in um, a big word that hymn slowed it way down mm -hmm. and that just fits better than shouting just and the most in the presence of doesn't have to yeah and something like that I mean a piece like that I'm trying not to have my back to you. Um, a piece like that, you might start out doing it more reflective and then building it as you go, too. So you want to play the work. I say that, I hope that makes some sense to you. Um, I was talking yesterday about the Holy Spirit really taking that, that desire, and something happens between playing and what happens in the hearts of the people. That's the Holy Spirit's job. Amazing ways, and that's his part. But you know, and I, you know, I couldn't ever understand that. You're so gracious, you're so gracious. Um, but I can do my part, and my part is to pay a little bit more attention to the world. So, um, so it's a suggestion. If you know it's something that you can take home, go, like, hey, you know, what's this conference? This lady said, hey, we could do this, or we could do that. Um, you know, if you tell Scott that, and he may say, yeah, I know that lady now. Yeah. So that's fine, because Scott, I gave you for every event. Mm -hmm. You don't tell him what to do? I do. I do. I'll tell him what to do. This is really good. Probably not. So, so anyway, that's just an idea. So on the second verse, maybe I would do, um, I would just add to it. So I would add maybe four foot and two foot. So we started out with eight and four, but now I'm going to add another four and a two. Okay, change it.
first. Let's, why don't we add on, let me get something else here going. It's real great. So I'm gonna just thicken it up here with some paper fours and I'm gonna add a mixture over there. y'all play out of on Sunday? Do you play out of the hymnal? No, if you we do hymns, every now and then we'll have a hymn right. out of the book, but mostly we do hymns, arrangements of hymns yes. that it's a little bit more contemporary. Yes, yeah, which works great mm -hmm. as well, as long as we abide by those rules mm -hmm. on not doubling too much. In a hymn, mm -hmm. I do everything. Mm -hmm. I don't ever back off of him if I'm in the Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So now here's another idea. You can also always do... melody and I sold on and about. You could do that on any stanza as well. Okay? Now, in a particular hymn like this, when we have the orchestra and the piano all doing this, that's why. Okay, they're all doing that. Then on a piece like this with a descant written, mm -hmm. then you can take that descant now I can't play all parts at one time, so just uh, pretend like you, I am. as hard to come up with. If you can do that around your orchestra or around the field or, you know, there are, there are different things that you can do that really excite what's going on. And by the end of a moment like that, you just like the power of God is so, is so tremendous, right? So if I open that up a little bit more, let's open it up. different things that we can do, you know, with different hymns. What what version do you have there? Uh, this is the current Baptist. The current Baptist. Okay. So this is um, the hymn for worship and celebration. You don't have that one? Yeah. So that's got a great part to it. Um, now, if we're doing something, let me see where that other one is. 
Um, have you guys soloed out um, a melody like that before? I know Jim says that he has. And again, if you have that the solid base of the orchestra or other instruments, it helps you to be able to have that freedom to, to skip up and take the melody out of your consolidated chord. Okay, so if we did something like All Creatures of Our God and King, I do separate that melody out sometimes, but it's a little bit more difficult because you've got so many moving parts. So if I were doing All Creatures of Our God and King, I would just do a very traditional, basic, um, I would do a very basic build. Thank you. We've done a funeral home, and evidently everybody in town decided to die once I left. Oh, so, oh. I'm going to take a bunch of care. Well, how are you? I came in my car for this reason. Oh, you did? Because I was. I've been doing this too many years. I knew not to get off. Let's pray for you real quick. Oh, thank you. Lord, I ask that you be with Christy as she drives back. And Father, I ask that you give her energy and strength to make it back home where she's needed. And Father, I ask that you be with the families and for the lost people today. And that you will. Comfort them, bring people into their lives to show them that this is the better promise of heaven and communion. I ask that you will comfort them today. Thank you for the love and the blessings. Thank you. You're doing well. Appreciate it. Yes. Here, Christy, take this. Oh, okay. That was from yesterday. All right. Well, thank you. You're very welcome. I hate that. Okay. So on all creatures of our God and King. So how would you start with that? I mean, do you think that we should start that soft? All creatures of our God and King, lift up your voice and with us sing Alleluia, Alleluia. Thou burning sun and gold Exactly. Good. So I, I kind of take a look now. Look at the second verse. Thou rushing wind that art so strong, ye heavens be still. I may go a little bit lower there. I might go lower on the third. Thou flowing water pure and clear, make music for the Lord to hear. Okay. So I've started strong because he's all creatures of our God and King, and then I back down a little bit, right? Play the words, play the text. The people are seeing the text. We want our music to match what they're singing so that they can watch it. Okay? And then at the end, of course, let all their. Yes. Right. Okay. So I'm going to start it somewhere here, maybe not with so many two foots, um, which is the higher pitch. I may do more eight and fours. For the next, um, the next hymn, and make a difference when you take the pedal out. Yeah, mm -hmm. it kind of makes you go, oh, right. Give your people a chance to listen, right. Tune their hearts in a little bit more, that they're not just being totally drowned out by us, right? That's not our job. That isn't what we want to do. And then maybe I'll come back in on the third verse, and I'll take off. Um, I'm just going to go a little bit lower, but now I'm going to put the pedal back in.
in on the last one. I put my specs on a little fuzzy right now. Okay, so on the last one, I'm going to, of course, you would have all this preset, right? You would not be pulling. I'm trying not to mess Lucy up for tomorrow. Right, Lucy? <laughs> You're welcome. too like at the end I like to go up there because it ends so low so on a big hymn where it really ends in a lower octave jump the octave make it you know you're, you can be powerful there and it is powerful God so um, that is, that's kind of how I would handle that hymn. Do you guys have a hymn that you do regularly or you have a favorite? Anybody? To God be the glory. Great one. We've changed hymn books so many times, I don't ever remember now what number. It used to be 33. Do you remember when it was 33? Mm -hmm. Who remembers when it was 33? Mm -hmm. Probably. <laughs> was how great thou art 35? 34. 34. You don't look old enough to remember that. I grew up in it. You did. You don't look old enough to remember that. Well, now it's 66. Okay. To God be glory. Okay, so to God be the glory. Now, we, this is, this is a, a happy, exciting piece, so you want your registration to reflect that. What I do is listen, I start off playing a solo stop and get the key. Mm -hmm. Oh, you do? You want to demonstrate? You don't? <laughs> you sure? Yeah. Do you play by ear? No. Okay. Okay, but you made that up. Well, I play like... Oh. The first uh, school. Like okay. Would you do it like an E? I'm in A flat, actually, so. Actually, what can you do? Or an A. That's That's fine. And then I go. That's and I fine. Yeah, that's back. exciting. Yeah, that's exciting. So one of the things that I love about To God Be the Glory um, is that we have this optional ending. And so a lot of times I'll take the optional ending and use that as my introduction. Because it makes me sound like, hey, she knows what she's doing. But I'm just reading. So someone else wrote it, and I'm just playing it. So... Now I'm probably going to take off, I'm going to change my registration, take off the brilliance of it so that I've got somewhere else to go.
this, so I'm just going to reiterate it. In this hymn, in a lot of our hymns, we have a note every single beat. Do we repeat that note every single beat? No. No. I would not. So you've got, the, again, you've got the percussiveness of the other instruments. You've got the piano. So when you get to um, things he hath done, if I repeated all those notes... It may be a little too short, it may be choppy, it may be I'm not standing with the bass player now. And so, you know what? The bass player's percussive, if he can do that, let him do that, right? So I'm giving it the chord. Same thing here. I'm just going to stay on the A flat. And this, this piece is full of that. B flats three times, A flats three times, E flats three times. It's not necessary, okay? Now, you can be percussive here on the praise, the praise the Lord, but you don't have to repeat the A every time. changed it up, okay? You've got that opportunity, so I played praise and I brought the pedal out. Okay, your bass is already doing it. Now, you've got this desk cam here as well. I don't know if Jimmy knew that there was a desk cam in here. So, yeah, so, um, so I love to do that desk cant, but again, I can't play everything and I don't have anybody else playing. The earth. It comes in kind of as an echo. And then when we get to come. Soprano sing that, you can play it, but again, if you've got the piano playing the whole piece, then you're good, all right? Sometimes we'll go back and we'll repeat the, um, the uh, refrain. I'm thinking that you guys do that probably. Yes? You guys ever do that? Yes. Repeat the refrain? So that kind of gives you an idea. Okay. Is a this is an A flat. Mm -hmm. Could you modulate B flat or repeat it? Um, for repeat of the refrain, you could. No, it just it would just put you in a in an E. So um, if you're playing. Go up half a step. Very exciting. Yeah, that's just a half a step. Can you bet this thing has a key change at the end or just an alternative? 
It's a really cool. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. We end up doing that, but we do it. Uh, it's not like written in our score. We just kind of make that little mark. Yeah. Yeah. So, so anything that you can do to, um, you know, to make that come scene really, really impressive. So, on a song like. Um, Give me a soft song. Uh, oh, let's do this. Let's do Greatest Effort for us. Okay, so we're talking a much more reflective piece, right? Okay, so let's look at um, uh, some of the things that you can do there. So we want to make sure that we're communicating. Okay, so... That's where the two foots were. Okay, so I'm just going to start with eight and four foot, which is more of a mild type um, registration, right? Well, I haven't got any pitch, so I don't, it doesn't bother me at all. What it's in, unless I got music, I'm good. Mm -hmm. So, um, so say you're doing Grace Like Thankfulness, and in our place, you know, we'll do maybe the full orchestra on the first stanza, and then as you saw in the script, then we might say just the, just the woodwinds or woodwinds and strings are playing the second stanza. So that's kind of creating that variety. I need to go with that. So I would never try to overpower the people that are doing the flutes and strings because you get flute, right, every now and then, so you don't want to overpower because, again, that's their answer and that's how they can glorify God. So I know that this can cover up everything, right? But that's not our, that's not our purpose at all in this world, right? All of us agree on that. We're trying to, we're enhancing worship, we're moving in worship, but we want to too. So, um, so if the fish and woodlands are playing, then I'm not even going to solo out. I'm not even going to solo out. So I would take that solo out, and I would just... So again, you've got that kind of anticipation from the congregation that, oh, oh it's different. And that's cool. Right? Because now it's a little bit more reflective. So let's listen to the words. Summer and winter and springtime and harvest, sun, moon, and stars in your okay? Or pardon for sin, a peace in your heart. Yeah, I make you thoughts of you because we were working on the words here. Thy own dear presence to cheer and to guide. Strength for today, I may start growing here. Strength for today, he promises.
another optional ending. I could have used it for an introduction, or I can use it here at the end. If your choir person is in agreement with you, we could repeat this a couple times, which we usually do. What was I doing there? of a big hymn like that, again, I don't think anybody, anybody in the room is going to go, oh man, that was too much organ. Oh, no. This is your... We're never going to match our glory, we're never going to be able to express his power, but we are praising him and we're worshiping him, and that's where, because you've got all of this going on, you lift people to another level. Okay? So if you could take anything out of the yesterday and today is for team players, worship is our number one priority, and we are to, to not play notes for notes' sake, but we're trying to lead people in worship. And again, your faces are the first they see and the first they hear. So we have to be so right when we come before God. But this is a big responsibility. So, Remember the text, play the words, and let's be team players and stay in the game going forward while trends go this way. Trends are good, they're exciting, they're exciting, there's a lot of good stuff in trends, but we can just keep working together um, by small adjustments, and I, and I think that that's, that's what the Lord would want us to do anyway, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. We want those feet players to play. We want those violinists to play. We want the oboe to play. The oboe's playing. I'm not going to play an oboe. Right? I'm just not going to play that measure. I'm certainly not going to play an oboe. Well, there you go. So, great. You're, you're equipped. We're equipped to do a lot of stuff, but when we have other people that can do it, then we need to play. We need to play nicely. Right? Thank you. Will you all join me? Thank you, Rebecca. Thank you.